<laughs> well, hey, everybody. Hey, welcome to VU. It's episode number four for Monday, August 31, year of our Lord 2020, and you have found it. It is VU. You know, you might be saying, well, what in the world is a VU? Well, VU, V-O-O, is actually an acrostic for voice of one, voice of one. Yeah, I just figure that the Lord has given each of us a, a life and a voice, and we get to use it. And now more than ever, I think it's I think it's imperative that you let your voice be heard with whatever the Lord has put on your heart. So anyway, so here's VU, Voice of One, your host, Woody Cumbie, bringing to you a proprietary blend, say it together, of coffee, current events, faith, and FSU football, all in about 20 minutes. So I'm glad you have found us. By the way, reminder of the exciting announcement from Friday that that VU is now hosted on Anchor, Anchor, uh, on your computer, anchor.fm. There's also an Anchor app. You can find it on Google or or Apple, and uh, uh, Anchor is owned by Spotify, and that means through the magic of technology, the moment I upload onto Anchor, VU is also distributed onto Spotify, so you might be more likely to have a Spotify app, and if so, VU's just waiting on you. The VU the cast is waiting on you on your Spotify app. Now, you might be saying, well, how in the world do I find it? Well, I don't recommend typing in VU. It's uh, a little bit more difficult to find it that way. But if you type in my name, Woody Cumbie, Woody with a Y, Cumbie, C-U-M-B-I-E, it will take you right to it, right there on Spotify. Now, by the way, when you get to Anchor or Spotify, you get to the VU page, you can like it, you can subscribe, you can download, you can carry it with you. That way, when you're running errands, out, out jogging, uh, on a commute, whatever it is, in about 20 minutes' time, you can listen to the ramblings of VU. Now, speaking of current events, let's go to the world of sports. And a big shout-out to Scott Dixon. Scott Dixon, IndyCar driver, for win number 50. Now, that puts him number three on the all-time list behind names that you know. Mario Andretti, who has 52 wins. And, of course, the legendary A.J. Foyt, which has 67, who has 67 wins. And uh, speaking of 67, now, I've always been an IndyCar fan. I mean, I grew up in Florida, but somehow from the time I was a kid, I was mesmerized by the Indy 500. Back in the era of uh, black and white tube TV on, on Memorial Day, there would be the 500-mile race, ABC Wide World of Sports. And on would come the Indianapolis 500. And it just mesmerized me. And I remember in 1967 that the race started, but it was delayed by rain and moved on to the next. They never got it restarted, and it moved on to the next day. So in that case, it means it meant it moved on to Tuesday. Well, for me, that was a school day. Now, that was back in the day when uh, <laughs> when a transistor, quote-unquote, transistor radio was about the size of uh, a pack of cigarettes and not exactly a stealth uh, a piece of electronics. But at any rate, so I had this uh, transistor radio, and I had it in my back pocket, and I had uh, thread the, the wire of the earbud up through my shirt. I had it coming out the back of my collar. Uh, it went over my ear and into my 
uh, my earbud into my ear, kind of like a news anchor, right? And and I'm, I'm in class and I'm listening to the Indy 500. I mean, that's how far back it goes for me. So I didn't get to go to my first race until I was 39 years old. But um, yeah, just always been mesmerized by the whole thing. So anyway, so shout out to Scott Dixon for uh, win number 50. Also in the world of sports, I don't know if you saw this, but the St. Louis Cardinals, St. Louis Cardinals, they turned a historic double play. Yeah, now there, there won't be a whole lot of St. Louis Cardinals news on Avu in that I'm an Atlanta Braves uh, fan. Go Bravos and having a great year. But hey, got to tip my hat to the St. Louis Cardinals for a historic double play. Nothing like's ever, they, they searched the record books of Major League Baseball, and nothing like this has ever happened in Major League. You think about it, it's that what's the odds that something that has never happened, right, happens in 2020? Well, it turns out the odds are pretty good. <laughs> it's 2020, people. All right, so here's what happens. So whoever they were playing had runners at first and third. The batter hits the ball, and it goes to the first baseman, who's a little ways off the base, does not tag first, but he throws home to to get the runner that's coming home from third. The runner that's coming home from third turns around and begins to run back to third, right? And the catcher now is in a rundown with that runner, but he catches him and tags him out. At that point, he turns, and the runner from first has already passed second base, and he's starting to run back towards second base. Only somehow the uh, second baseman and the shortstop have gone to other backup positions or something. Anyway, I don't know where they are, but the, the center fielder has come all the way in and now is covering second base. The center fielder for the Cardinals is covering second base. So the catcher throws to the, the center fielder who's on second base who tags out the runner. Now, that scored a 3-2-8 double play, and there's never been a 3-2-8 double play in the history that they can find of Major League Baseball. So, hat tip to the Cardinals for their uh, 3-2-8 double play. All right, ladies and gentlemen, today on VUCast, uh, we have uh, three episodes for you coming up, and it's the Big Croc CDC Wow and slip sliding away. It's all coming to you in just a moment. By the way, though, I do have some uh, a little bit different coffee here today. Hold on just a second. Yeah, you know, it's... Um, this coffee is called... Uh, I think it's called like Boston Best. I think it's a Costco brand. Somebody brought, brought it into the office. So this says uh, Boston Best Our House Breakfast Blend. Now you can tell by the fact that uh, to search for Vu, you put in dark roast Vu, that Woody's not a huge breakfast blend drinker. But this is, um, hold on a second. It's consumable. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe what I should do is come up with like a, a coffee ranking, like not like one through five or uh, a very good to very bad, not like that. I mean, something more creative. So, yeah, I would put this Boston Best uh, Breakfast Blend in the consumable category. Yeah. But anyway, I'm going to take another swig of it. 
And when we come back, we're going to start in segment number one with Big Croc. So hang on. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, uh, now segment number one, Big Croc. I take you all the way to the down under, to the outback, in fact, Australia, the outback. And there, a 770-pound crocodile makes his way into some kind of nature park, a tourist attraction, actually, 770-pound Fourteen and a half foot long crocodile makes his way into a a tourist attraction, but they uh, they captured the big croc and got him all tied up on a flatbed truck. Took him back to a habitat that he would uh, he would enjoy and uh, not threaten anybody else. But speaking of crocs, maybe you saw the billboards that are going up in Texas. Billboards going up in Texas. Yeah, here's what the the billboard reads. Uh, The billboard reads, um, well, let me grab it right here. Hold on just one second. There it is. All right. So the billboard reads, abortion is a blessing. Quote, my decision to have an abortion was guided by my faith and my love for my family. End quote. That is a billboard that is appearing in 14 different cities in Texas. And you say, why 14? Well, it just so happens, maybe you've heard of sanctuary cities. Well, in Texas, they have some cities that are called sanctuary cities for the unborn. Not a bad idea, right? Sanctuary cities for the unborn, and they have a city ordinance where the abortion and abortion cannot take place inside their city limits. And they've been able to uphold those laws, and there are 14 of those places in the state of Texas. And so along comes this group called the Lilith Fund, and the Lilith Fund has put up these billboards where it says abortion is a blessing. My decision to have an abortion was guided by my faith and my love for my family. They put up these billboards in all 14 of those Texas cities. Pretty amazing thing. It's called the Lilith Fund slash blessing, right? They put these up. And uh, so I I, I looked up, uh, it's like, that's kind of an interesting name, Lilith. Seemed to ring a bell. And... This uh, pro-abortion fund that's putting up these billboards. So I look up Lilith right on Wikipedia, your source for all things that you need to know, right? And here's uh, Wikipedia. First uh, couple sentences say this. It says, Lilith is a figure in Jewish mythology developed earliest in the Babylonian Talmud. Lilith is often envisioned as a dangerous demon of the night who is sexually wanton, and who steals babies in the darkness. Now think about that. That There is an organization in America that has named themselves after this demonic figure, 
this sexually wanton demon that steals babies in the darkness. They name their organization after it. It is, in fact, a fund that pro-abortionists put money into so that they can push back against pro-life initiatives. And where they fail in a situation like this situation in Texas, they put up these, now, they put up these crazy billboards that are blasphemous billboards. My decision to have an abortion was guided by my faith and my love for my family. Abortion is a blessing. Now, here's what's happening right this minute. There's some girl from a Christian background, and she's driving in one of those cities, and she sees that she sees that uh, billboard, and she sees abortion as a blessing, and she talks about being guided by faith, and uh, that Lilith demon spirit begins to speak to her spirit that it's okay. It's actually an act of faith to abort your baby, and it's going to be a blessing. That's what the billboard said. And suddenly she finds cover and affirmation for this act that she's been contemplating, the abortion of her baby. Now, ladies and gentlemen, there are two destinies in eternity, heaven and hell. And folks that encourage this kind of thing, who name their organization after a nighttime sexually wanton, baby-stealing demon. Uh, My guess is, unless the Lord intervenes in a powerful way, such that these people repent and come to faith in Christ, they're going to spend all of eternity giving an account in hell for this kind of initiative. And I say that is a big crock. But it may not be as big of a crock as this. Maybe you saw this. It's the headline is Mega Church Pastor Abortion is Consistent with Christianity and I will fight to keep it legal. Yeah, you heard it right. This is Monday, August 21st, Christian Headlines, uh, Michael Faust uh, article and it says a pastor of a Georgia mega church who's also running for US Senate. Thank you very much. A pastor of a Georgia megachurch who's also running for U.S. Senate said last week he believes that legalized abortion is, quote, consistent with, end quote, Christianity, and he would fight to ensure it remains legal. And so uh, Raphael Warnock, senior pastor of Ebenezer Baptist Church in Atlanta, Democratic candidate trying to unseat a Republican, Kelly Loeffler, in November's election, made his comments to WGAU's Tim Bryant. And he was asked specifically how his pro-choice views uh, of the Democratic uh, Party square with his role as a minister and a leader of a church and a man of God. And uh, the pastor said, I believe that health care is a human right. And I believe, he goes on to say, that that it is something that the richest nation in the world provides for its citizens. And as for me, reproductive justice, there it is is consistent with my commitment to that. I believe unequivocally in a woman's right to choose, and the decision is something that we won't want government engaged in. That's between her and her doctor and her minister, and I'll fight for that in the United States Senate. At the same time, continue to fight so women can receive the kind of services they need 
in order to have a healthy pregnancy and healthy babies. And so, uh, <laughs> oh man, then he goes on to say, I've been focused on women's health, women's choice, and reproductive justice. And this is consistent with my view as a Christian minister, and I will fight for it. So ladies and gentlemen, this is what's called the apostate church. This is, uh, in today's vernacular, they're being applauded as being woke. They're woke. They're all part of the justice movement. In this case, it's reproductive justice. Okay? So uh, here's a tip for you. If you hear the word justice and it has a modifier in front of it, other than biblical, uh, chances are uh, you are dealing in something that's uh, part of critical theory, part of, uh, well, it's part of the big crock that's out there today and that's leading people astray. So uh, just arm yourself with the truth, stay consistent to your values, and understand that even there are going to be even people who call things like abortion and a blessing or consistent with faith or, or even advocated by uh, a pastor, but don't fall for it. Keep your head about you and uh, fight for those things that are right. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back for segment number two. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to segment two and three. That's right, you're getting the both bonus segment here on VU. Now, where in the world does 20 minutes go on VU? Man, wow. Well, hey, listen, hey, here's segment number two. It's called CDC Wow, and this is a wow. Now, it turns out that the CDC has clarified their numbers as to the people who've died of COVID, and they clarified how many people have actually died of COVID only? They got COVID. They did not have other what they call comorbidities, but they got COVID. They were otherwise healthy and they died. It was COVID that killed them, period. Nothing else. Well, it turns out as, as of the other day, 158,000, give or take, had uh, been listed as having died of COVID. That's what you're hearing on the news. It turns out that of that number, only 6%, 9,210 died of COVID only. Everyone else, the great majority were uh, older people, and on average had 2.6 what they call comorbidities. If you eliminate those folks, it turns out only 9,210 people have died of COVID. Now, this has huge public policy implications, doesn't it, for otherwise healthy children, otherwise healthy young school teachers, otherwise healthy people who work in any environment, anywhere, otherwise healthy people who go to church? Wow. That's a CDC wow. Now, finally, third segment today is Slip Sliding Away. No, no, not the song, not the song. Hey, remember when Joe Biden had the insurmountable lead, like 13 points or something? Well, it turns out there's new polling out there. And just yesterday, according to the Democracy Institute 
Sunday Express poll, President Trump now leads Biden 48 to 45 percent nationwide, and they're now predicting that he will rout Biden in delegates 309 to 229, and that the president holds leads, according to this poll, over the vice president in swing states of Florida, Iowa, Michigan, Minnesota, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. All of this reported on Newsmax by Solange Rayner yesterday at 3.45 p.m. Slip sliding away, ladies and gentlemen. Turns out those cities burning and the silence on the violence is coming home to roost for the Biden campaign. Ah, yes. Well, anyway, hey, listen, ladies and gentlemen, I'll close today with uh, a scripture verse I used just the other day, but changing translations. This one is New American Standard, and the verse is 1 Corinthians 16, 13. Here's how it goes. Be on alert. Stand firm in the faith. Act like men. Be strong. God bless you guys. I appreciate you tuning in to the VU, and I hope you'll uh, share it with others and uh, download it, listen to it, like it, subscribe to it, do all those kind of things. And we'll see you back on Wednesday for episode number five. God bless you guys.